Well, blessings. Today, on the day of celebrating the birth of St John the Baptist, I'm going to talk about blessings. I feel very blessed to be here at St Barnabas, blessed to have known so many good people so quickly, and the wonderful school next door. I mean opposite, not next door. And this past week, I've had two opportunities to meet with the children at that school through collective worship with Dot and Karina. And on Wednesday, where I gave uh, my assembly to the middle school there, and they were absolutely fantastic, ready to join in and full of energy at nine o'clock in the morning, much more so than me. And they were so willing to get up and volunteer to play act the story of Mary losing Jesus in the temple or getting uh, Jesus being left in the temple while she went off with the family. So I had different groups of children and the girl even joined in with the line. I had a one girl as Mary and I said, and Mary said, have you seen Jesus? And suddenly she said the line and I went, okay, let's go with that. And of course, each group said, no, and it just got funnier and funnier, really. Have you seen Jesus? No, right. And then I chose this one girl, and I said, and then Jesus was suddenly in, found in the temple, and this little girl looked up at me and said, don't pick me. (laughs) Okay, Jesus said, (laughs) and another one. So yeah, so that's why I enjoy assemblies, because I get chance to interact with the children, have fun, make a fool of myself, get them to laugh. And I feel so blessed to have the privilege to serve the communities uh, in this way. So as you can tell, the idea of blessings came to me to reflect upon, and I thought, what does it mean to feel, to be... What does it mean to be blessed and to be a blessing? During the worship on Tuesday, Karina asked me to do the blessing, as in um, uh, bless the children in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And I thought for a minute, this is because they were talking about the Trinity, and they, they thought that would be good to include. And I thought a minute, and I hang on a minute, Um, oh dear, I've completely lost my place, it sort of struck me, she said, that's right, she said, I was special, because the only I, being a priest, could give this blessing, and inside I wanted to say, really, what, special, me, no, not really, anyone can be a blessing to anyone else. But then I thought, oh, hang on a minute, yeah, she means the special blessing. (laughs) The blessing that uh, shows God's forgiveness, which priests give as Christ's representation in the world. And there's all sorts of theological words and background behind that, and it's really quite a rabbit hole to get into, especially when you think about we're all part of the royal priesthood. So anyway, I didn't actually say anything at the time, because not the right place, obviously. And so I gave the blessing, made the sign of the cross, 
the symbol of forgiveness. And the children were great. They understood that I was making a cross and then I showed them they could cross themselves to be a blessing. The next day during assembly, a girl sneezed. Not the greatest episodic thing in the world, I know. And I said, quite naturally, bless you. Yeah, exactly, as you do. And she giggled and looked confused. Uh, oh, whoops, you know, sort of thing. And it left me wondering, do people still say that? Has saying bless, bless you, been forgotten? Not with us guys, obviously. Or is it that she doesn't know what being blessed means? Or perhaps she was just embarrassed about sneezing. I mean, who knows? So today's reading all touch on John the Baptist, the last of the great prophets who ushered in the Messiah from his coming in Isaiah to his works in Acts. Yet in Luke, we hear about a couple who have been blessed by the birth of a son who are now having him named at the temple. And the story begins with an old couple, Elizabeth and Zachariah, who is silenced. Now, they had spent many, many years wanting a child. And in fact, because they had not been successful back then, meant that God had withdrawn his blessing from them. For their for children were seen as a blessing from God. So now they were old and past the childbearing age. It is no wonder, really, that Zachariah disbelieved the angel Gabriel, telling him Elizabeth would have a son. When we remember that Zechariah was not just any man, but a priest of the temple, a leader of his community we realise he should have had faith in God to accept Gabriel's message of a son who would prepare the way for the Lord. After all, here was a man who'd spent many years pondering over the agony of his people and the hope of God's promises. In fact, everything that we heard in Paul in an Acts that Paul said about the history of Israel. He would have known that. He would have known about God leading them out of the desert. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> so he would have known the prophecy in Isaiah we heard this morning, that a voice in the wilderness shouting, prepare the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. However, he did not believe God could use him and his wife in their old age, resulting in him having his speech taken away and perhaps his hearing too, because in Luke it tells us that the people were making gestures to him. Zechariah hadn't realised that God was bringing in salvation in a way he hadn't considered. And what had begun as a kind of punishment for his lack of faith turns into a new sort of sign, a sign that God is doing a new thing. One of the first signs is the name John is given. 
As I said, the people gestured to him to check that what Elizabeth had said was because back then women were not considered to be people and have valid thoughts. They were simply there to have children. If you can feel blood boiling, that's quite fine. They were confused as to why they had not chosen a name from their family, as this was the tradition. Because by naming a son after his his father implied that this child would walk in the steps of the father, that he would carry on the father's name and thus his work as well. Had Had John been named Little Zach, just for instance, he would have been expected to grow up as a priest like his father. However, having a different name meant renouncing the family, its work, and its perpetuation through the next generation. As you remember, priests went down the family line. Everything that you did went down the family line. We sort of have it here with the name Wright, because they used to be real rights, wheel rights, making cartwheels. So God was doing a new thing that the people hadn't caught on yet. And as soon as Zechariah confirms John is to be the child's name, he is filled with the Holy Spirit as his speech returns and he enters into an epic song of praise, giving thanks to God, which unfortunately we didn't get to hear, but I really recommend you going back and reading that part of Luke. He prophesies John's future and the coming of Christ who will shine on those living in the darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet into the path of peace. Zachariah's hope had been renewed, refreshed through being blessed by God in a new and expected way. His son John would become a blessing to many as he grew strong in the spirit and went on to baptise many, even Jesus himself. And part of God doing a new thing was for John to step outside what had gone before by not taking his father's name, by not joining in the tradition of the priests at that time. And he went out, separated himself from family, from the past, and into the wilderness because God was doing a new thing and he needed to be outside that whole area of the tradition so that he could come back and teach and baptise in the new way that God was showing. So I wonder, do you ever feel blessed by God? Being blessed by God goes deeper than living a successful life, having financial abundance, great friends and families, or even a good career. Now, although those things are great gifts from God that we can be thankful for, being blessed is about knowing to trust God, to rely on his presence in every aspect of our lives, from the good times to the moments, through the moments of pain and loss. 
talking about pain and loss, I recently read that many people feel so worried about the future, so destabilised by the unknown outcome of Brexit, that they are turning to buying tarot cards, that tarot cards have gone up, tarot card sales have gone up, because they are looking to find hope and find answers about what the future will hold, which is really quite worrying. And then on the news in this past week, we have heard that appalling report of migrant children in the US being held in cages. These are all areas where hope seems completely at loss. And without hope, people are completely lost. So as the people of God, we live in God's assurance that he has forgiven us and loves us. This is the assurance we can bring to others as we share God's blessing to the world that is fretful about the future and forgotten how to be a blessing to those different to them. So let us go out and be a blessing of God to those who need his presence now in their lives. Amen.